Welcome. If you're looking to unlock the secrets of the mind, to live a life that's free of care and anxiety, and to be the happiest you that you can be, then you're in the right place. This is Growing the Good, the Mindful Podcast. Hello and welcome to Growing the Good, the Mindful Podcasts. And we're here on a slightly blustery day in Hayley's log cabin. Hi Hayley, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. Glad we're inside and not out, but yeah. It's quietened the mindful chickens down a little bit. It has, so you know, every cloud. (laughs) We're going to be talking today about mindful eating. And um, I have a couple of stories to tell you. Wonderful. If you're interested. Some Zen stories about my fleeting. Um, so the first one concerns a monk who was ordered to go out into the garden to prepare some herbs and collect some vegetables to make soup for the master. And in a hurry, he was careless and accidentally, along with the herbs and vegetables, cut through a snake and collected the snake in as well. And this all went into the pot to make the master's soup. And as the master was eating the soup, as well as tasting the delicious broth, which he complimented the um, servants on, he also fished out the head of the snake. What's this? he demanded. Ah, said the servant, stepping up, taking the snake's head from the master and eating it. Delicious, he said. I wondered where that had gone. So, of course, it's a story about doing things in haste instead of preparing things in a calm and mindful way, particularly where food is concerned, so that you don't have a full appreciation of the food when it's ready to be eaten. And it reminded me of a story that Andy Puddigam tells in his Headspace book, um, a, a reflection of the memory from when he was uh, a monk in a, a monastery as well. And it was his job to get up very early in the morning, so at four o'clock in the morning, um, in time to prepare the soup for all the other monks in the monastery who would be rising about five o'clock. And he was a bit grumpy about this because he didn't like to get up early. And also because the preparation of the soup he saw as quite laborious because the preparation of the soup itself was seen as a meditation practice. So he had to very slowly, carefully, deliberately measure out all of the different herbs and spices. And there was a strict process by which the soup preparation had to undergo. But being in a bit of a rush and a bit of a grumpy mood and figuring, I know how this soup's made, I've made it many times before, he just grabbed handfuls of this and pinches of that and a shake of something else, prepared the soup, tasted it, spat it out because of course he'd made it far too hot, it added too much chilli to it. So he then had to spend a lot of time trying to change around and adjust the balance of the ingredients and things to make the soup more edible and ended up being late presenting the soup to everyone, the only just being about possible for people to eat it. So we learned a lesson from this, that if he'd prepared things in a mindful way, then the soup itself would have been more delicious and people would have enjoyed it more. So It's interesting, isn't it? And quite often um, when we talk about mindful eating, people... Um, I wonder whether that is going to help them to lose weight, whether that's got uh, an influence on that. Yes. Which is an interesting... We don't promote that, of course. No, of course not. But but I think, um, I know somebody once said to me, well, if you eat a, a, a full packet of Oreos tastes the same as one Oreo. Well, this is one where we advertise lots yeah. of food. Other biscuits are available. <laughs> <laughs> so, we, and, it, and it, it, it does make sense, I suppose, doesn't it? We quite often... It's perhaps because you appreciate when you are satisfied more quickly. Whereas mm. if you eat 
in a way you know you, you eat quickly without noticing really what it is you're eating and you're distracted by what's on your tablet or what you're reading or watching or things then you just kind of keep on eating and don't notice when you've had enough whereas if you really take time and pay attention to what you're eating then what you're eating becomes more satisfying so you probably eat less because you're more aware of when you've had enough yeah yeah and i think like with the the mindful walking it's about seeing that activity not just as a way to get from a to b it's not just something that has mm. to be done it's about being in the present moment with it is isn't it and enjoying it and i think it's the very very much the same with mindful eating when we do this with our groups it's mm. always quite a, a popular activity because we tend to do it with chocolate uh with the children <laughs> Um, but obviously uh, the idea behind it is it's just being in the present moment and just enjoying it's that really noticing all of your senses noticing the smells, the tastes the textures of the food Mm. it is quite blustery though isn't it? it is But luckily we don't need the weather won't affect the, the mindful eating so you will need obviously if you are listening to this whilst driving um it will not be safe for you to do this now and not with your eyes closed no (laughs) um but we need all our senses for this one don't we so you need either now we use maltesers usually but obviously any chocolates are yes they are um i've done this quite interestingly the first time i did this i did it with a raisin Mm-hmm. Tangerines are traditional, isn't it? Yeah, the segment of tangerine. Segment of tangerine. Uh, but the interesting thing about when I did it with the raisin is that I am not a big fan of raisins, really. Ah, but like, this is a good activity mm-hmm. to encourage people to try foods they're not fond yeah. of and perhaps discover a new relationship with that food yeah. and a new experience. You That's it, and I think... Put aside your conceptions and prejudices. So, not prejudices. seeing... Because I just see raisins as shriveled yeah, grapes. So you have to approach the raisin with a beginner's mind. Here. Yeah, which I did, and it was, um, I, you know, I did. I, I can't say that it's completely changed my outlook on raisins and how much I eat them, but I can no, tolerate them. Perhaps with continued practice, yeah. <laughs> you would learn to love the raisin. Maybe, and it's quite a good thing to do, isn't it? Like, it can be a way of introducing people that maybe are quite maybe quite fussy eaters and things but our new foods yeah, unfamiliar to foods it's a nice way of introducing uh, with children this is a nice mm. way to introduce them to unfamiliar foods in a in an open and exciting way let's try yeah. let's see what it's like let's experience this thing together. you know it's new experience together. yeah so really it's about we will we'll guide you through it just as we do with an with a practice um and then it, it's just really over to you to try and use it as you as you like mm-hmm. so I will try and talk it through see how we go I'm very excited I have my my mind chocolate is in front of me now <laughs> okay so as you need a, a segment of tangerine a raisin a piece of some sort of chocolate something um, just in front of you again we're still going to sit um, in a position that we fa- feel is comfortable but obviously we, we're not going to close our eyes as much as slightly different so I'm just going to invite our singing bowl to start and we can just settle ourselves down so just beginning just by focusing our attention 
as always, on our breathing. Not changing our breathing in any way, but just noticing that breath as we breathe in and as we're breathing out. Just allowing your mind to settle just on that pathway of your breath as it enters your body and leaves your body. Just allowing ourselves just to settle, just following that pathway of a few breaths, readying our intention to practice. And then just beginning by just picking up whichever food you've chosen, so whether that's a segment of tangerine, a raisin, small chocolate, a grape, and just placing it gently just in the palm of your hand, just allowing your eyes just to fall on the item and just looking at it as if it's the first time you've ever seen object. Noticing the shape and the colours and noticing how maybe how the light hits the different parts of the surface, whether that changes the colour in any way. And then noticing the texture of your food. Is it uniform? Is it the same all the way? across the food or does it change? Just maybe just resting on the tip of your finger just on the, the food and just noticing how it feels to the touch. And then just gently bringing your hand up towards your nose and just allowing yourself to just smell your food. Just Inhaling it gently, just seeing if, if the smell, if you can smell it, if it's a strong smell, or maybe noticing if that smell brings, up, brings to mind any memories, any thoughts. Just noticing whether it's a strong smell or it's more subtle. And now just gently take the food just between your finger and your thumb and just bring it up to your mouth just place it gently on your tongue don't leave it there just touch it gently to your tongue and then just noticing if we can taste any flavour just from that one small touch noticing where on your tongue or in your mouth you notice that flavour is it a strong flavour? And then just place the food in, into your mouth, not chewing or biting, just allowing it just to sit on your tongue, just for a moment or two. At this point you might want to just close your eyes and just allow your focus to fall fully on the taste and sensations in your mouth. Maybe the food starts to lose its shape, starting to melt. Maybe it's quite a strong flavour. Just really 
pay attention to where in your mouth you can feel the taste the flavours what sensations and textures you can feel and then when you're ready allow yourself just to bite or chew the food again just focusing fully on the sensations and the textures and the flavours just as you, you eat that one mouthful and then once you've eaten that mouthful just again just allow yourself just to sit and just notice the difference in how your mouth feels now can you still taste the food can you feel it in your teeth your tongue and in your mouth just be aware of that just notice again if that invokes any memories or any reaction, any positives towards that taste. And then just bringing our attention back to our breathing. Just again in your own time, just noticing your breath as you breathe in, breathing in, I know I'm breathing in, and breathing out, I know I'm breathing out. Just in your own time, allow yourself just three of those mindful breaths as we bring our practice to a close. So that was mindful eating. Very good. So it's, again, it's a, a very personal experience, it can be very different each time you do it, if you try it with different foods. It's one of, one of the reasons why mindful people are happier people, isn't it? It's mm -hmm. because they enjoy things more by approaching things in a mindful way, taking your time appreciating them and fully experiencing what you've eaten, then you'll find that you enjoy it more. So it's another condition for happiness. Yeah, and it might also stop you eating an entire packet of biscuits. Yes. Possibly. Possibly. Mm. Not guaranteeing, we're not guaranteeing that. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> So I think really our, our call to action is Sweet is to pack it to biscuits. No, sorry. <laughs> no. So our call to action is just to see if you can maybe just in your you know your main meal of the day when you sit down maybe with family just to try and just do that first mouthful of your meal mm -hmm. and eat that mindfully. Maybe trying to introduce the other people that you you live with to that as well and just just seeing whether how that feels, what that brings up. We'd love to hear from you about this. And how can they do that, Hayley? How can they let us know their thoughts, feelings and experiences? Well, as always, you can find us on Facebook at One Together CIC. You can email us at OneTogetherCIC at gmail.com. Yes. Or you can go to our website, which is OneTogetherCIC.co.uk. Oh, very good. Well done. But for now, this is Growing the Good, the, the Mindful, Mindful podcast. podcast. And we'll see you next time. time. This is Growing the Good, the Mindful Podcast.